Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. A midlife crisis. Paddy Daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. And you're very welcome along to episode five, or is it six? I can't tell, of the Dadcast. If you're one of those uh, Dadcast subscribers who's here for the Dungeons and Dragons Dadcast, well then, obviously the dungeon is uh, living with a three-year-old and the dragon is your four-year-old. You're in the right place, or maybe you're in the wrong place for the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. How are you, gentlemen? Episode well. five, Ger. Episode five. What's Dungeons go. and Dragons? Dad. Dad, D-A-D. Okay, but Dad what actually has. is Dungeons and Dragons? Really? Are you, are you not? I'm not much It was a cartoon, wasn't it? No, but that's what I mean. In modern times, is it some sort of a online game or something? Yeah, that I don't know if it's online. I mean, I presume it is at some level, but it's still... Life. It's in It's a strategy game that people will play. It's like the... Minecraft for adults. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you can get into it as kids, and Minecraft is also for adults, right? Is it? There's probably a bigger market for that, though. Like, if we did a few minutes at the start just talking about that to lure people in and pretend to <laughs> And then, like, just wander into what we're actually here to talk about. After a while, the numbers would be great. Like. Not that different from real life. It's yeah. like, oh, parenthood is grand when you kind of see one of your friends have kids. You're like, oh, that, no, it looks great. It's like, oh. It was like you talking about... I want me one of them. Yeah, and then you get one, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is, <laughs> this is relentless. Do any of your kids play Minecraft? No. No. Is uh, my oldest is talking about it obviously some of the kids in his class are so my understanding of minecraft is it's lego but it's an advanced lego and it's online dude i haven't a clue i literally like so it seems that I'm if you're to mad into lego which my oldest is that the next step is to start playing minecraft right. which is an online game that's What's highly addictive war game? i don't I think so was, i think minecraft's like an online game for say i'm going to say 7 to 11 year olds but they should be a little bit older but extremely addictive. Probably for a slightly younger age group than Fortnite. Yeah, I think a lot of kids spend a lot of time watching people play Minecraft oh. online. I just want to, I, I just want to rescue this very, interesting. very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> After the worst opening to any of the shows we've done, don't delete us just yet. Uh, uh, so the reviews, first review so far, um, really relatable, honest stuff for any new dads. Funny too. Thanks very much for that. At Kev79. <laughs> uh, uh, this at Kev 79 his, his birthday was three days ago at Kev M 79 happy, happy birthday, birthday Kev and uh, the next one is Kenobi 111111 great honest stuff keep it up five stars as well this is amazing two five star reviews Oof. back to back five yeah. stars thanks very much and we haven't even reviewed it yet we're on a roll we're on a hat trick why have you not reviewed it Kenobi. Oh, maybe that's our Golf Weekly listener Pro V1 Kenobi. Ah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Keep your shit dad golf jokes to the other shit dad golf podcast that you do. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the, for the hat trick, the, uh, the review, hang on a second, the, the stars seem to be not coloured in properly. There's something wrong here. Incredibly negative. I'm not sure these people deserve to be parents. <laughs> <laughs> One star review. Nail wow. on the head. Lara O'Mal. Well, Lara, you might be right. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you might indeed be right, but here's the thing: you don't need a license. We don't need any. All you need to do is no go get it up once. Required. They don't give you a manual nope. for this shit. Away you go. So look, we are now on Twitter at DadcastPod. We also already have 251 followers, and they're real human beings, not a sex bot amongst them. Uh, also, my poll that I put up drunkenly on Saturday night about who does the shopping: 46% of the mass do the shopping, which means 54%. Are the dads. Now, is your audience 47% male, male, male skewed, 
doesn't matter. Well, I think Actually, it Actually, it really doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I mean, like 47% is man, and all the rest of those are dads. I'm in the 13%. Well, dad with kids. Oh no, you go dad with kids, I go by myself. I've realized again though, one of the reasons why I prefer to do the shopping, obviously there's the alone time, an hour away from your family. You're better at it. Also. You're just better at it. Well, I am better at it and because my wife, I came back last week, my wife did the full shop in Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> Who spends seven quid on a packet of mints? Well, that's what you get for going to Turkey midweek oh for God. a nil draw. I don't know if that poll says anything actually looking at it there. I, I can't even follow it. It's Pretty easy, pretty easy. Like there one, there's one category for the mother, and then there's three categories for the father. Exactly, yeah. So that's I kind mean, of the point. I'm just saying it's. It's kind of the point. I'm just saying it's skewed. Yeah, but 47% is the math. It's pretty obvious. Anyway, it's more 50-50 than people might think. Yeah. Uh, so that was that. Uh, we're also on Facebook. I think it's facebook.com forward slash the dadcast. Dadcast pod. Is it? Uh, yeah, we'll look it up. Don't worry. That's Search uh, it, it's fine. When you get through that dragons and dogs. Forward slash the dadcast. Forward slash the dadcast. Facebook.com forward slash the dadcast. You can like us there and we will eventually get around to posting all of our inane ramblings there as well. So um, it's been a relatively uh, okay response so far to our uh, first four episodes. Only three of which are live though, so who knows some of that stuff that Dave said in episode four. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. But um, can we retract episode four before it makes no, its way into the, the public highway. Today it's gone to the conveyor belt already. <laughs> the bad news was that uh, Nathan's wife followed us on Twitter. I mean, that was not part of this deal. No, that's what I said. <laughs> the wives hearing this stuff was not part of the deal. I, I, she said she listened to the first 20 minutes of the first one and she gave up. Now, I'm not quite sure I believe her. But I probably just need to say something really insulting and see if I come home one day and she's in a bad mood. Well, that and was then the, I'll know she's been secretly listening. That was the end of episode three, wasn't it? Well, she'll have to listen. You to may find not out. know it was because of the insult that she was in a bad mood. Though. Well, yeah, there is that. She did say, "Geez, Dave really doesn't want another kid." <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's right. what most people are saying that I've, that I've discovered. It's like, you know, everybody God. just wants the comedic twist of Dave having another kid. Well, we'll have to stay on the air a long yeah, time for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that we uh, we finished up last week with uh, an unwanted advice section that Nathan told us a story of uh, a lovely middle-aged woman who uh, inter- who interrupted him to tell him that his daughter was hungry because she was crying in the streets and that was very good and then off air Dave told us a story about um, <laughs> about uh, the car parking spaces now I don't know if, if like anytime I have the opportunity if I have like any of the kids in the back of the car even if they're not getting out of the car I'm like straight into the they're amazing da, spots da, 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 look at the spot right beside oh, the door wait a second. Oh. thanks very you much get out of the car and you leave your kids in there oh no no I mean if if we are <laughs> so me and my wife were there uh, last Sunday in Super Value and she's like you can't go in there you can't go in there you're going to be staying in the car I'm like exactly straight in she was getting out of the car I was staying with the kids that's a legit right but Anytime somebody who's in there who doesn't have a kid, I'm like definitely staring them out of it going, oh, tutting loudly. Uh, which is about in your car with your window. Or in case, following them around well, the shops. Well, when he says tutting loudly, he means in his car with the windows up. <laughs> so that's about as far as any normal human being would go. Until, what happened in your story, Dave? Do I have to tell this that story just, on air? That Adrian's just completely blasted the punchline for? I couldn't you remember do. if we did it on air or off air. Off air? Yeah. I chased her down. <laughs> an old woman. You chased down an old she woman. She wasn't old. Well, what's old nowadays? World. Well, this is, this is an important conversation in itself. Start at the start. Start at the start. I Don't spare any of the details. We've got a full half-hour podcast here, Dave. I had the younger of the two rascals with me. And there's only one parent-child parking space in this shopping centre that I went to. Literally one. And I was coming into the car park, saw the space empty. 
and there was a person in the car ahead of me that just made every effort. Had to, you couldn't, it's not a direct run into the car park or into that space. You kind of have to back it up, do a bit of a U-turn, then ease your way in. And she just drove into it. And Mr. Bean style. I noticed there was no child in the back. And I had, uh, this is about six months, a year ago, so like he was barely walking. And the alternative is, because the car park was so full, is to go right down this big hill all the way around the corner. You're left with three, four hundred metre walk back to the shops. And I didn't have the buggy with me. So I just was annoyed. And irked rather than annoyed. How, how irked were you? You like beep the well, horn I, at no, her, no, you I, wind down the no, window and go, oh, no this stage, was good, No stage did I lose my cool or my yes. politeness. I just rolled down the window, well, buzzed down the window and I said, excuse me, have you a child with you? <laughs> Why did you speak in a very high voice? <laughs> when both of us, both parties to this conversation were fully aware that this person did not have a child with him, but I felt the question, rhetorical as it was, needed to be asked. And the response to which was, mind your own effing business. So I said, right, okay. Yeah, do we leave polite. this now like a normal person and just go on about our business or do we take it a step further? And I decided to go with the <laughs> latter option. <laughs> so I drove all the way down with Adam in the car and we walked up the hill and I had seen which shop this person went into so I followed her in and I just called her out. How, that, uh, oh, hang on, you've skipped a few details there. Don't skip any details, Dave. You, like, eyed her up to watch which shop she went into, drove, parked, pulled the baby out and are like now seething at this point. You're like, she's No, no stage myself. was I really seething. I just thought this Were is, you surprised by the this volume is of abuse? behaviour. Were you surprised? I was surprised by the volume of abuse. Yeah. There wasn't even a, a scintilla of remorse. There was no, wasn't even a flicker of embarrassment. What was the actual tone of your voice when you asked her? Excuse, excuse me, me, have you a child with you? <laughs> that's honestly that's Oi, exactly how me, I do. No, no, no. there was me, no, man. there was no threatening or intimidating or. It's an early bath for you, my boisterous son. tone to my voice. <laughs> it was excuse me, have you a child with you? Mind your own effing business. So I said, okay, <laughs> I could do that. We just got to the heart of the matter. <laughs> I could do that, or I could take this one step further. So anyway, I followed the person up up to the shop. And I, of course, had my, well, at once, at that stage, it was just a mere one-year-old in my arms, this helpless, innocent little one-year-old. <laughs> and um, I just said, what you did out there was really uncivil and um, really bad manners. And I, I'm not sure it's something you should do again because you took the only spot that is available to people with a child. I've had to carry my son all the way up. I now have shopping to bring back to the car once I do actually go in and do my shop, having had this. Did you have to say, excuse me, or did she ever back to you? Did you walk up to her and go, I'm the lad from downstairs? No, she spotted me as soon as I walked into the shop. Right. And that was it. Are there witnesses to this? Yeah. Who? The proprietor of the store in question. Who says what? She was just astonished that this was happening. That you were raising an issue or that she had parked? No, just the... like, it's just not something you see every day. And, um, but she didn't. So she, she was like she wasn't engaged. She didn't involve herself in any way. Grand, okay, Had so I begun to abuse one of her customers, she would have been well within her rights to say, "Well, yeah. hang on here, get out of my shop. Who do you think you are?" Yeah. But there was no abuse. It was just merely questioning and um, hoping that this person might change their behavior for any future episodes. Yeah. Do you think you have the desired effect? Absolutely not. What did she the, say to the, you then? The mind your own business line was trotted out for a second time, and. Uh, and I think she said, I, I was only there for a few minutes. Well, it, was, it didn't really make any odds to me. You were there while I needed the space. And I'm sure she was still there after I'd left 
and somebody else with a child may have needed the space. They are. It is. It's. In, it's. It's. A, a, it is a bugbear. Oh, you could murder somebody it's who did that to you. And the judge would be like, "Off you go." My totally business line doesn't really stack up either. Like that was your oh, business. Yeah, she. Was... She had made it my business. Look, it's the exact same as somebody <coughs> without a disability pulling into a spot for the disabled. Like if I did that and somebody with a disability was waiting for his place, I would expect to be roundly abused by this person. They'd be well within their rights to have a go at me. Wouldn't they? I wouldn't say the two are exactly comparable. No, I would say they're not they're, comparable. But they're at all. not completely exclusive no, I, either. But you, if you were to do that, yeah, everybody is completely within the rights yeah. to have a go if you park in a disabled spot because you can't do that. It's yeah. like, you know, didn't John Terry do that once? Isn't that like <laughs> I, people do it all the time? The hallmark of him like, being a complete. But if you put, if you pull into a car mark and and, and uh, as often is the case, some of the larger supermarkets there might be seven or eight disabled parking spaces, despite the fact that they're all empty. You still wouldn't dream of parking in one of them, let alone go into a car park with one parent and child space and decide you were going to occupy that one because you're too lazy to make the walk up from the rest of the car park. What about if you're pulling into a parent and child space and you have the car seats in the back, but you don't have the child? No, <laughs> no. Because no. how do they know? They don't no. know. Well, I mean, no, nobody would ever, you could get away with that. 100% <laughs> exactly. you get away with that. But do you, you do that? So. No, never. Do you do that? Oh my God, look at you. Well, I can't you believe you do that. That's essentially what you did. No, I, I had the kids in the I back. Know, but you weren't getting out. I had the actual kids in the back. I know, but you weren't going anywhere. You, like, there was no benefit Yours is a grey area. Yeah, they're total. I mean... <laughs> yours is not. <laughs> but well, it, I guess you see, if the kids are in the back, you may need to take them out for the toilet and ah, you need to bullshit. be near the You're store. Just no, no, totally about, true. Yeah, no, I, I, you had no intention to go out. You would have radio on. I might have had to go out. Who knows? At least I have kids. I have actual kids. You have no kids. You just have I'm, like, I'm talking about often if I pull in and I have the kids in the back, I'm looking around like you are to see is everybody here meant to be here? And then you see somebody pull in, you're like, oh, they have a car seat. Maybe their husband. Jeez, you're might a couple be of busy there. little bollockses, aren't you? They're doing. No, oh, no, Jesus, like it's I'm only, sniffing around for trouble. No. Like it's not even as if it comes your way. You both no, are like cocksparrow out the window here, looking to see the if trouble uh, comes your way when all the parking spaces within that car park are occupied. Uh, when the woman that you. Uh, talk to pulls a gun and goes what there's always that risk although less so in this country i wouldn't pull a similar stunt in the states for example <laughs> uh, anyway, do you like at no stage was my voice raised in any threatening manner it wasn't an intimidating moment so i i feel it was handled in a polite way what was adam saying when all this was going on Sure, he thought it was great, Craig. <laughs> Daddy's going to get in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> finally, again. Finally, all, all that work that he's been doing on his upper body is going to pay off. Would you accept you also made a mistake in not bringing the wheels of the buggy with you? Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's, you were there's exasperating the situation. Ah, uh, look, in all honesty, I was perfectly happy to carry him. I was only grabbing an item or two. <laughs> 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 so you were just looking for a row. And you were like, I you, wasn't you, looking for a row. I'm well, not confrontational at all. You, actually. Did say, you did say earlier on, I. Sorry, Mrs. I have to go into the shop here and have a lot of bags to bring back to my car. But like in reality, it was a newspaper and a drifter or something. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Now, there is a question I've asked myself and I'm not sure I should ask myself this question with you guys here and with our listeners. I listening. think we should go. Well, now I think you've got to go for it. Had the person involved being a six foot five male. Would you have done the same? Would I have done the same? Or was I only willing to do so because it was a middle aged woman? Oof. That is, I don't have the why, answer to that question. Why would you be more willing to do it because it was a middle-aged woman and not a six-year-old? Well, because I was less likely to have the shit beaten out of me. <laughs> no, I was looking for clarity. Um, which doesn't paint me in a very good light if mm. the answer to that question is no. 
I think you're entitled to wind the window down and go, come on, look, I have a child. Yeah. You have no child. Well, look, that's, that's all that would have taken place if she hadn't sworn at me after the, after the fact. There was nothing I could do about it. She was in the space. She wasn't going to move. If she had just said, um, oh, look, I'm really sorry. I didn't realise I'll, I'll be back in 10 seconds or um, what are you going to do? I'm already there. But the fact that she just abused me, that was because that was the reason I just said, you know what, maybe I'll just take this a step further. Um, Any listener experiences that are shared um, and have experience, our listener experiences similar to that, please do get in touch. Are you also, I've been rambling for the last 20 minutes. Are you also Larry David in your spare time? <laughs> then email us now, dadcast <laughs> at offthewall.com. Uh, Adrian, you wanted to talk about pregnancy snoring. <laughs> Does your wife listen to this? Uh, She's the only currently so. pregnant wife. She's threatening to. That we know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And from listening to the last four episodes, I'd say that uh, that's a certainty. Uh, she is threatening to listen to it, but I don't know if she really got that far yet. Um, yeah, I've been warned. Sort of, I dropped this into the WhatsApp group during the week as a potential discussion point. And how, how bad does it get? Question. You were going to record it last night. Oh, you I said. was going to record it last night. Like, look, at, I'm. I might as well just go for it, right? Uh, how many weeks? Hang the consequences. How many weeks are left? How many weeks has um, gone as your wife? Well, I've, we've three weeks, just less than three weeks to go, so um, whatever that correlates to. Um, but it's chronic. It's absolutely <laughs> chronic. Like, absolutely chronic. Um, the last time it was, the last time it kicked in with about, God, there must have been like four months to go, to the point where I had to move out of the, move out of the bedroom. Like, and even at that... I four months like, ago? Four months to go oh, right. in the pregnancy, the first time around. Uh, oh, so it's, a, it's like a common thing, and it doesn't exist the rest of the time. No, 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 not at all. Wow, no, that's no, mad. Um, so you've made it to thirty-seven weeks this time. Yeah, which no, no, not to be fair. No, it's been on. It's been on the go for the last two or three weeks. Uh, but it just, yeah, I thought we were going to get the whole way through. But I moved out. Um, I went to the next bedroom. Uh, the last time, and it was still like there was a train rambling by, uh, <laughs> close by. Oh, he's, wow. a, he's um, a dead man. And <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's pretty chronic. Like it is, it's tough to sleep. It's. Sort of any bit of a nudge or a sort of a slight kick or whatever, it will result in assault charges. <laughs> in a temporarily uh, shutting down, but not long after that, it's it's underway again. Look, it's tough. It's um, not easy to sleep with it. And at the minute, I'm talking about I don't really it. Yeah. Does it wake your <laughs> wife up? Does she wake herself um, up? Very, very occasionally. And how it doesn't wake her up more, I honestly don't know. Because even just the no so outside of the physical action of the snoring because to create the noise that she's creating you, it, there's a serious physical impact but like <coughs> the sheer noise of it imagine if somebody if you're asleep and somebody came along with one of those air horns <laughs> <laughs> if you could even 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 if it's you that's making that noise what i'm saying is even if the the physical vibration that it takes the vibration that it takes you to make that noise doesn't wake you up the sheer sound of it should surely make you go oh what <laughs> 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 have we suddenly moved in next door to the Houston station um, so that's what I'm dealing with at the minute uh, I'm sort of so you're in the spare room no I, what I've started to do is fall asleep on the couch and I'll generally wake up then about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and wander on in but like I go in at that point it's in full like the train is in full <laughs> full steam it's uh, yeah, it's not easy I appreciate that I mean you know my wife is over 9 months pregnant and um, you know things. she's are, sleeping though She's sleeping soundly. Oh, like a like a like a train, yeah. <laughs> Literally <laughs> sleeping like a train. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's sleep on the couch. Or uh, we've only uh, the other bedroom. The uh, baby, the child is asleep in it. So it's like. So you've no spare room anymore to escape into. No. And um, are you a snorer? Like, is this revenge no, in no, any way? 
No, so no, no. It's just it's. I, it seems to be a thing. I mean, I don't. It's not. Doesn't by all accounts. You're not forthcoming. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. You would. You would I think you would remember. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. This time I don't remember the night times being as bad as previous. I used to always get annoyed by that. Any of your wives with that giant pillow? Yes, like we a life-size pillow, minute, which means yeah. every time she wants to move, yeah. the entire house has yeah. to move with her. <laughs> so she decides, I'm just going to twist here. <laughs> and by the way, you're probably moving out of the bed at the mm. same time. It's like, oh my God, you wouldn't help me just turn up. I'm like, it's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> of course I will. Of course I'll help you. But there, I, I always like the four o'clock in the morning. I'm just going to go to the spare room. Oh, it's so nice and so Oh, hang on a second. Quiet. Your wife would go to the spare room? No, no, I would go to the ah, spare okay. room. okay. I was going, Jesus. I never had a problem with that. It yeah. was, oh, fine. A little bit of peace. Yeah. But yeah, those things are just a the pain giant in the pillow. We've one of them in the bed at the minute, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no room for... Well, you have person. to try and hold your ground as much as you can, really. That's, that's the... Uh, so when you're doing the little nudge, you're sort of nudging the pillow, which sort of lessens uh, the impact. You're just reaching out to make whatever contact you can uh, on the basis that any bit of a disturbance stops it straight away and she'll go... <laughs> I mean, I do appreciate that I'm getting killed after this, right? That's <laughs> understood. And I'm already, I've already gotten so far down the track, I must as well keep going. In general terms, the greatest thing about your wife having a baby is that she's not pregnant. That is the best part. <laughs> For her in particular. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not easy being pregnant, I suspect. Uh, and then the baby arrives, you're not pregnant after that. It should get easier. And it does in a lot of ways, I guess. It doesn't in other ways. But... The snoring won't last so long. What? Snoring will only last. No, no. So long. To be fair, it does. It does disappear after. It doesn't disappear immediately. I don't think, but uh, it does disappear after a short period of time. Yeah. I ah, look. There are greater issues in sort of with in these entire. It's not people who go through. Well, bigger, no, listen. If you're sleep deprived, than that. If you're sleep deprived. That's a big issue for you, Adrian. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're just no, on yourself. Is, yeah. I, I think you can cope with most things as long as you sleep. With my experience. Uh, yeah. Like sleep deprivation is a killer. Uh, Amy McGee, the uh, former Donegal footballer who um, actually had one of the most relatable tweets that uh, I had seen in a long time. I remember him talking about getting a people carrier and how that was essentially the end of his life. Like, <laughs> it signifies going to buy a people carrier. We had the same thing. Like, What's a people carrier? You. Seven? You, is whatever, yeah. scenic? Yeah. Because that's only holds. Now we're thinking we might have to get a bigger car again. Oh, yeah? Three kids. Well, what, what size car have you? Well, there's, you've got the scenic, but there's a, there's a seat in the boot. No, no, we don't have a One of those Ford Espresso's oh, okay, right. or the Citroëns or... Yeah, any of that, like, I, I remember sitting into it the first time and turning on the um, uh, indicator, and the indicator is so loud, it just has like, a, like an old high-ace van indicator. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> wake up the child. <laughs> like, I will. Like, it's that, it was that loud. Uh, <laughs> our eldest cried when we said goodbye to the first car, because it was like a nice, comfortable oh, yeah. kind of, you know, this is a nice car, and she was bawling her head off when we were like moving to this, and I was like, I, I feel your pain. You know, I'm, I'm not normally as... Uh, as um, attached to things, but like, yeah, so definitely. But Amy McGee, his tweets were, listening to this podcast is good therapy for anyone in the midst of the madness, great stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh, you should come on. He's like, no, I'm not sure about that, but I can give the lads a good recommendation for the snip. I think uh, he was like also saying he was glad that we brought up the twins because I think he has twins. Yes, twins, uh, yeah. Yeah, the snip was the thing that got the most recognition from the people who have listened to us. They were like, that is a conversation that's happening a lot at the moment. Ray Darcy's had the snip. I heard him talking about it on air the other day. Very good. Yeah. I, this wasn't a private conversation. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> where did like, I tell you who went? <laughs> you met him at the Imros and you were like, hey, listen. Uh, yeah. We're doing this sad bot. He tells me. And yes, they were discussing uh, getting the snip. I thought it was. 
uh, quite timely considering we'd literally spoken about it the week before. Oh, it's almost like they were ripping our idea off. It, well, I, I didn't But he went and got it done himself recently. Uh, or was that like years and years ago? No, well, I think he has youngish children, so it's obviously in the last three or four years. But uh, he, they'd also had a lot of people on his show that had had it reversed. Yeah. That actually the percentage uh, of people who have it reversed seems far higher than I would have thought. So how easy is it? To get it reversed? Yeah. I don't think it's that easy. I think it's quite painful. It's probably like the, the, even the idea of calling it a snip is probably bullshit. Like it, the snip suggests they snip off your that Reiki. it's absolutely done. Like you got a little stub left there. You know, <laughs> a little Donald Trump left. <laughs> but that's not it. So what are you saying? As we said, it's not a snip. It's more a tying of the tube, twisting, <coughs> and then they try and untwist it. God. Ooh. Go on, Dave. I thought you were getting it. I haven't done anything further about it since our first conversation. Are you going to? We haven't like, had any offers of I, Dave getting really it for, soon. for free. Can we get like a sponsored segment? Well, no, you, but could you, you do it and then come back and tell us what's going on? He will film it. If <laughs> 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 we are a multi-platform organisation, you know that's the way we do things now. Um, if not, if when I get it done, I'll be perfectly happy to discuss it on the Dadcast. <laughs> How it went, the whys and the wherefores. Pain, painless or painful. I have no I'd, problem um, I had uh, a, a, a meeting set up with somebody in the last short while and uh, they, the meeting was not set up for this time in the morning, but uh, so they were, it was a, a call, conference call. And uh, I got an email from the, from the guy that morning saying, listen, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm going to be absolutely honest with you here. I've just been in for the snip and I was sort of under the impression that what was going on, like, it was the most honest response to a meeting cancellation I've ever had. Uh, I was expecting that I was just going to bounce out the door, get back about my day, and he was like, "But look, to be honest with you, I need to go back and sit down for a while or whatever." There was some sort of a put a bit of ice on my groin, uncomfortableness. Yeah, so I think it's mild, but, but that's why Ray Darcy was talking about. There was a text in that somebody had got had a car crash on the way home from getting the <laughs> They said, which was awkward when the person's mother came to visit him in the hospital and people were coming because Aww. there was damage all over, basically. But. Uh, he shouldn't have been driving, I think, was the oh, bottom right. line. You not drive. Well, he should have taken... Public transport. Probably a left. Right. little bit woozy. Good to know. I'm Good sure the know. doctor advised that person of that, though. Mick Foley from the Sunday Times was uh, also in touch. As a father of three boys from four down, I listen to this for as long as I can bear. A topic for next time. A man in the same trenches as me recently said, there is no social occasion enhanced by the addition of children. I shook his hand and I include their birthdays in that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, birthdays. <laughs> birthdays. So we go to lots of different um, birthdays, and the best ones are the ones you can drive and drop and disappear. That's all of them. Yeah. Um, and there's few enough that are in people's houses anymore. Like, right. but there are some, and they're they're brave. But uh, I don't know. Like, there's a there's a stress level around the whole birthdays thing. That, like, if we do this thing we can have lots of people if we do this thing it's going to be a small group and then knowing who to invite there's a social sort of um awkward tightrope i would say and in terms of the kids in the class yeah who gets to she like she doesn't know who she's friends with yeah but they do not have a straightforward rule in all the schools where you either invite the girls or if it's a boy you invite the boys or you invite everybody or that's if you want to give your invite to but the school. a small school right no there's still 28 in the class yeah so the, the rule is, if you want to invite just five people, you're not allowed to bring the invites into school. You have to invite them separately. Ah, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I think that the invites are tended to be done by WhatsApp now. Do these parties start in junior infants? 
Oh, hell yeah. Have you, right you, you've had no parties? Only ones we organise in the house with family and a few yeah. friends and their kids. So but they turn out to be absolute carnage. Ours well. started in crash. There was crash ones like, yeah. yeah. And so then like. Like what age crash? Four. Four, yeah. Four, the fourth right. birthday party. Our youngest has an like absolute psychopath for parties. He literally, he's born in May. He's talking already about <laughs> exactly where it's going to be, who's going to be invited, what presents he's going to get, what, what he's going he? to do when he goes to Smith's. He's five now, but he had to have a fourth birthday party last year for his little mates in crash as well. Yeah. It's a bloody nightmare. Where did you go? We went to some kids play area and they just ran riot on a Tuesday afternoon. There was nobody else there. But all I hate kids play areas. But you can keep it to a two hour thing, can't you? You put a hmm? you put a limit time. Oh, yeah, two hours, yeah. I, I, like, Which means you, everyone just pick your kids up because I'll be bringing my kids out and that's the end of it. Yeah, whereas, but you also then, you see if you do that, so that's just for their 20 mates or whatever. You generally then end up having some sort of a party in the house for your family. family and then mm. all your relations bring their kids and suddenly you're having another party with like 14 what? other kids this running just around the house. Like not like yeah, we've had what? many of those already. Oh, they're the worth. Oh man, you guys are all ahead of you. What? Oh yeah. The family birthdays are good fun, week. but the clean-up is just... That sounds like... We don't have that many other uh, kids for those, so like, we have a few, but it's fine. It's grand. It's like... At least you can have a drink at them, but still. <laughs> well, I do remember standing in the uh, in the living room looking out into the back garden. There was at least 12 kids in the back garden and I had a drink in my hand and I was just looking out at the scene unfolding in front of me. It was like a scene from Braveheart and I just thought, this is going to happen twice a year, every year for the rest of my life. It was a good day, you, though. Wait until you get into making um, school, then, school lunches. <laughs> and that's then somebody's every kid trips over the wall or something and there's a for massive bump. 15 years. School lunches is just a couple of Sambos and a Capri yeah, Sun. Yeah, yeah. Until they decide they don't like Sambos and Capri Sun. Dave, there's no way your kids are eating in the bread and drinking sugary drinks. There is no way you're giving the kids now. bread. There isn't. Yeah, Sal- be a, they'll be having salads well, and protein Well, it'll be a shakes. smoothie <laughs> and the bread will be brown with no butter. A smoothie? <laughs> what sort of smoothie? An innocent smoothie. Kale. They have beetroot in their smoothies now. And oh carrot. The still yeah. tastes very nice. Well, so the lads say. Somebody answered back to Mick Foley's going, you know, no social occasion, what about, what about christening? Like their own christening. <laughs> no. The, Not always. How does, the, how does the newborn enhance what, that social What if they're a regular? I was at one once where the child being christened was two, long story, and did screaming laughs at the church. Didn't bother me, mind. <laughs> I won't even start on the crack at the function afterwards. Yeah. So you should get Mick yeah, on. My right. story, I presume, was uh, they had to get it done to get them into some sort of an educational into facility. Well, we could talk about that I too. I remember our, uh, one of the christenings I just literally brought the child for about a three hour walk in the middle of it just to get the hell out of the it. The child that was getting... There's uh, no amount of time I wouldn't walk with a child in a buggy not to have it in a public situation where it's crying. Was this the child that was getting... The yes, that was getting christened. Whatever, yeah. Just get the hell out of there. Right. The child is of no benefit to anybody. The Screaming most, down the pub. The most egregious meltdown that our eldest ever had was when she was about three. It was like we were around Christmas time and we were in Brown Thomas and she's literally on the floor bang, 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 bang screaming her house down. Sean Cronin just walks over. <laughs> like he just happened to be there kind of looking down like it's like all right was <laughs> kind of stepping over politely going that's all ahead of you too. Like great. Just name dropping now are we? <laughs> yeah in Brown Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Wow just uh, Christmas shopping. Two quick more tweets. Uh, colic and reflux the first is a combo of both says Adrian Graney. Uh, we never had colic we had reflux pretty badly. We haven't had to deal with either of those thankfully. Oh. 
definitely the, have won them, but I can't remember what the problem is. It's the, not pretty. The colic seems to be the thing that kills parents mm. because because right. that's, that's you can't it's just you can't tell what it is and it's just and there's no sleep. There's waiting. never sleep. There's like there's that. Is colic basically that they can't get their wind up? That mm. it's constant. I thought colic was like a catch-all phrase for something that they just couldn't quite identify. You guys uh, chat amongst yourselves there while I Google colic really quickly. Well, what's reflux then? Reflux is where the food comes up. You can't keep up. anything down. You're, there's a valve in your stomach that sort of keeps the acid in your stomach. Mm. And sometimes when that's not quite functioning correctly, bits of acid. Oh, okay, so it like burns their insides. Like infant acid. heartburn. Yeah. Colic, also known as infantile colic, is defined as episodes of crying for more than three hours a day for more than three days a week. So vague, something, something, something. Uh, often crying occurs in the evening. Doesn't result in long term, but I've heard of people who've had it for years. It doesn't like, say oof. physically what the cause, the cause is. No. God, it says what the result is. Sounds no. like it's up there with pregnancy snoring. <laughs> <laughs> then the last one for today. Uh, Ross Horgan says, you desperately want them to play sport, any sport, but they have no interest. When do heartbroken dads give up or do you just try for another child? Cry laughing emoji. Yeah, that's the Dave McIntyre. That's a big one. Mm. Yeah, well, if you look, you give them the opportunity to play everything. <clears throat> and if they've no interest in anything, well, eventually you just have to try and find what they do have an interest in. They might come back to it as well, right? Like it's yeah, we've had that. With it, yeah. Particularly once they start school. Yeah, our eldest is not the sportiest. He sometimes has an interest, sometimes doesn't. Went to football last year, didn't particularly like it. He's not competitive in any way. Did you make him wear his Mayo jersey? Is that one? Well, there wasn't a bit of that. There oh, come was a bit on. of that. Did you really? You brought him to training. You no, made him wear his Mayo jersey. jersey. He's very um, proud of his Mayo roots. Oh, come on. He he's went not, to school last week. He, he doesn't know anything about his Mayo roots. Yeah. They were having some dress up day in school and he said, I want to dress up as a Mayo footballer. This was a Halloween, said, Halloween party. That is perfectly <laughs> fine. And he went in his Mayo jersey. He was, listen, it's a uh, South Dublin school. They're big into the rugby. The Friday of the All-Ireland final, Mayo against Dublin. He was the only one wearing a GEA jersey. Literally, not one single Dublin jersey. Have you told him that they haven't won it since 51? <laughs> well, he, he pretty much understands a lifetime of pain is coming his way. <laughs> he does like the dubs. But he's not, he's not competitive with sport. He just doesn't care. He just likes to go and have a chat with his mates. But then he spent all summer playing football out in the green. And he went back last month and he's delighted with himself. Yeah, I wouldn't. Ross sent that in, did he? Don't yeah. give up. Um, and even if they want a little hiatus from it, that's no problem. You can always bring them back to it again. Like I don't know what age his kids are, but... Like if your kids are five or six, there's an awful long way to go before they will permanently turn their back on whatever sport it is. Then go down the individual sports route. Give them a tennis racket. Give them a, a sawn-off uh, golf club. <laughs> <laughs> give them a sawn-off in case they're going to the shopping and there's somebody in the, in the See if they're a bit more self-centered and want to play an individual sport. Tennis racket, I, I haven't given our fellow one yet, but I assume... Getting to flake a ball with a I know, I, like metal we, object as hard as you want it has to be appealing. We have golf clubs and hurls in the back garden, but I just know that it is like a repeat trip to the hospital once a month as soon as they get them out mm. and get into it. Because like uh, the middle one was swinging the hurl the other day and the little one just walked right behind her. Oof. She swung, he missed by an inch. She swung back, he missed by an inch. It was like one of those cartoons where you're like... <laughs> uh, and I've got so, a great little... Um, Herlog, it's called. Uh, yeah. It's like a, it's a plastic. Soft, soft yeah. No, not plastic. It's like um, I don't know what the material is. It's like actually, a hard foam. But it's soft. Yeah, yeah. like a hard foam. It's, it's not. Brilliant. It's not degrading at any point in our <laughs> lifetime or your children's <laughs> lifetime yeah, or yeah, until yeah. the planet Burning actually burns. The yeah. The man flails around like he loves it. He like hasn't a clue what he's doing, but he has his Peppa Pig ball and he has uh, the Herlog, and it's an interesting combination. And he's he's lapping her up. Yeah. I'd highly recommend it. And when the second one arrives and he's uh, well, walking around with the Herlog, he'll be flailing at the child. Yeah. What do you do actually? One thing that we're concerned. 
it that you might have a bit of advice on is the child is kick around so, the bed. So you this, don't yeah, that yeah. So back to snoring. No, but the so this lad is like he, he's trying to climb and he pull and drag and he's like not satisfied with leaving anything to be, and I'm going to assume that that's going to apply to the new baby. So who'll be in a Moses basket around the house that I'm absolutely certain he'll want to punch in the head or like pull on the ground or whatever. What do you? What is there? Electric fence you can put around, or what's the shouting loudly? Um. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I've done consistently for the last two months. Yesterday, I walked in, and the middle lad, raving lunatic, was having a little game because he loves his little baby sister and wants to play with her and wants to get a little smile and a little laugh. So he's playing a game where he was jumping over her. <laughs> so she was lying in her one of those little play things oh, that she yeah. looks up at. And I don't know if that does anything for their senses the at music all. Music things. But his thing was he was running around the circle and then literally jumping over her to see could he make her laugh. Did like she laugh? This lad is like stocky. He little. didn't land on her and she laughed. Everyone won. Except for me who's sitting there going. <laughs> My wife's like, stop telling him to stop doing things. Right. <laughs> Let him do something. Because right. I'm just like all day. Leave her alone. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> all he does, I just want to hug her. I'm like, yeah, but she's in the middle of her bottle. And he's like squeezing her and the vomit is coming out. I'm like, would you just leave her alone? <laughs> Playing the match referee or separating one from the other is just... Oh something that you probably spend more time doing than you do anything else. Sometimes it's endearing. You can see they just want to play and as long as no one's suffering any permanent physical damage, you're happy to let. It's like a referee letting a game flow. Yeah. You know how much head poking mm. is allowed yeah, before you exactly. step in. Yeah. Like you might let the first couple of fouls go. Yeah. Might well, not go to his pocket until maybe the 60th minute. There's the pain cry and there's the ha ha I'm not really enjoying this ha ha and then the pain cry happens. And then there's the Blood is being spilled. Well, like I, I couldn't figure out yesterday though. So say he's jumping over a eight-week-old child. Like if he lands on her, is this a learning experience where she toughens up and she gets used to her two brothers, or is it permanent brain damage? You probably have to be still alive <laughs> for the experience to be learned. So I'd, I'd maybe leave experience. it. I'd maybe leave it an extra couple of years until yeah. she's a bit more durable. <laughs> permanent brain damage thing is like uh, you have a terror of it because the, the skull hasn't knitted together. Or yeah, well, anything. That, that, and that's the like you're dead right with that's the problem with the Moses basket. She's asleep in the Moses basket. He comes over and sort of lies on it. And I'm like, if she goes. Lying off this, just and this, you see, this lad, I'd say he'd only be able to just peek over it, so he'd be probably inclined to pull it over. Mm. You haven't really answered my question. And just think, well, when they take up and you know, being eagle-eyed is probably your best weapon. Right. Adopt yeah, an Nathan approach with the black card at the ready. I would, yeah. Like I only put put someone in the sin bin when absolutely necessary because the, right. you know the spectators are come to see a good game. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> age is what age is? Khan will be uh, twenty one months, I think. Okay, so you see, it's hard. At least with ours, we can kind of go here. If there's little bits of Lego and you see her near them, you take them away and they can assume some sort of responsibility. Yeah, and they want he's to think got they're no doing sense something yet. good. He's he has no, no sense, sense of anything other than I want to pull drag, draw on the walls. <laughs> and, and my life was pretty good until you came yeah, along. Her log, that sort of stuff. Yeah, he's a, he's. This will not be a welcome addition to the Barry family. No, he's the he's the, he's the least excited about it already. <laughs> like I'm, t I'm trying to encourage him. So I got a book. The you know I went down to one of the bookshops up the road and I got the oh, this baby arriving and we'll sort of tell you the story about how this baby arrives and how everybody reacts to it. And, and the man loves a woman. Fucking clue what's going on, obviously. <laughs> no. But uh, I have so um, I'm getting him to sort of try and gently rub Wing's belly or whatever. Thump thump thump. Thump, thump. I'm like, no, look, gentle aerobic. Thump, thump. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> You'll do the usual that everybody advised you to, you know, buy a present yes, from yeah. the baby. What do you get, him. like an Xbox? What's the... <laughs> but it doesn't really matter what it is because the effect of it lasts 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. And then the present's forgotten about and they're looking at this imposter going, why is it taking all of my mother's time? And is it just a case then of 
just like crack on and find well, you in particular need to pay even more attention to him than than you right. already. Do. Okay, that's definitely something. And any visitors that come to the house, be it like you oh, know yeah. parents-in-law or aunties or uncles, encourage them to go to him first. That's a good idea. As soon as they walk in the door, make a really big deal of him, even when they're meeting the newborn for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Given what a you know momentous occasion that is, yeah. make sure that you just had a word with them. Look, as soon as you walk in, just make a massive fuss con and. Idea only then maybe turn your attention. If that happens every time they come in for the first few visits, it makes a massive difference. Good idea. I'm having that. Did it make a difference? Yeah, it does. It does. It's not like it give the first one like they're a... They're not kicked to the curb immediately like. No, but it also kind of was like, ooh, I'm still the big dog around here. Look, I'm <laughs> king of this little... And that's like, you know, a sense of entitlement. He's going to feel that he, he felt he was the big dog anyway, regardless of how much attention was paid to him by others. It's just, look, everyone, it's self-preservation. You're being ousted here, pretty much. Yeah. You're going to do what you can Second to retain wife. your title to the throne. It's just the way of the world. Particularly what? if it's another little boy that's come into the house. What sports are you? You haven't given them any individual sports stuff yet. Have you done no. the swimming stuff? Or? No, well, he's learning how to swim, yeah, and he loves the water. Um, hurling, hurling tonight, actually. Uh, football. Tonight? Of an evening? Yeah. What age is he? Four. Right. He's not bad. Six well, you get like three sessions Hard a weekend six. and then the game of the weekend. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he, I assume he's looking after his gym sessions on his own. Plus, we've also imposed a media ban. Keep the head down. That doesn't yeah, sound like football a on Saturday. And, um, and I'll, I think I'll bring him to a tennis court in the next few months or so. Plus, there's dance class, dance, or a song and dance on a Tuesday. So he's that his bag as well. And the rest of the time he's just spent building Lego and obsessed with cars, the movies, and all the chief protagonists from that. So our days are busy. They're filled. Yeah. But the sport thing, oh yeah, park run as well. It's a lovely way to kill a few hours on a Sunday morning. It's pretty much now everywhere. Dublin wide. I don't know if it's country wide. Maybe our listeners can let us know. But uh, we go to the one in St. Anne's there uh, between Raheny and Clonturf. 2K yeah. run on a Sunday morning. Hundreds of kids there. Yeah, it's amazing. And you, are, you go every week. Most weeks, yeah. You invariably meet someone you know, so you go for coffee afterwards, and that before you know it, it's midday, one o'clock. That's a great idea. You've got uh, half the battle won. That's a fantastic idea. And it's, geez, a lot of parenting, but it just strikes me about killing time, isn't it? It's like oh, all about killing time. That is the next few hours. Yeah. Seven thirty. How to am I going to get through this? Right. A twelve-hour window. How do you fill that, where everybody gets to seven thirty, and you are they are just tired enough so that they're bed, in bed asleep by eight, giving you an hour or two. I'm, to have some dinner with your wife and watch something. Quite excited about the idea of, <laughs> like, uh, unreasonably excited about the idea of killing a couple of hours at one of these runs. That's oh, definitely. Well, you're leaving the house amazing. at nine and you're not back till twelve, half twelve. Wow. You've already taken over twenty-five percent off the clock. What plans do you have for your um, paternity leave? How long are you taking? Oh well, uh, don't go to Tato Park, I'll, whatever I'll you probably, do, because you'll I'll be hearing about it for the next time, six I'll months. I'll probably take the same time as Nathan, about three months, and I'll probably like just go and oh. sort of. Nathan seemed to... I'll tell you what, Adrian, I'll call you every second day. Nathan seemed to uh, go go to Vegas and sort of, like, you know. Uh, My plans are, I haven't, I don't know, like, we, I was just saying to Wayne actually last weekend that for the first child we'd done a whole bunch of stuff to mentally and physically prepare ourselves for the fact that this child was coming. We'd done absolutely nothing and we were, like, with such a short time to go, I was going to say, Jesus, we might want to sort of get our head in the game here a little bit. What stuff did uh, you do mentally? Well, we, ha- we took the, uh, well, physically, so you've to get all the stuff, right? Like okay. you're starting from scratch, yeah. whereas at the minute we obviously have a whole load of stuff. Um, and mentally it was, we, I think I talked before about the woman that came in and sort of talked us through the, here's how to have a sort of 
birth on your terms or whatever. So like that was a session a week oh, yeah, for right. whatever, four or five weeks. So you're starting to ask the questions and get your head in gear about this child is actually, this is going to happen. Whereas now it's been sort of running to a standstill, I suppose. Like we're going to arrive in, labor's going to happen, child is going to arrive and there'll be... And then everything will just take care of itself. Ah, look, I'm sure it will. Do you know what you're having? No. Not so the, like when you're, when you're in there and you have a little boy already, so a little girl pops out and you're thinking, isn't that just the most amazing thing? I have a daughter and the family is complete. Mm. Little boy pops out and you're thinking, like, I've literally just been saved about 10 grand. <laughs> this kid has just what saved me 10 grand. All the clothes in the house can, oh, he can now right, wear. Yeah, yeah. All the toys yeah. can be worn. All the DVDs and the videos and everything that the first guy liked will probably be liked by the second child. So either way, you're a winner. I had a very strong thought before child one arrived that I, I wasn't into the idea of sort of putting pink clothes on a girl and blue clothes on a, clothes on a boy. I was going sort of colour fluid, whatever they wanted to do, happy to go with it. It sort of goes out the window, doesn't it? Like it's between presents and yeah, you don't like all the girls' clothes being pink and all the boys' clothes you want to buy being blue. You don't have a huge amount of control over what comes into the house no. from others. Um, I don't know. Are your do your kids have like a very gender specific view on the world already? Oh, we like I'm. Um, my fella definitely does. I'm definitely. Yesterday, he told to me he didn't like didn't like uh, girl babies. I uh, just liked boy babies, <laughs> and I was like, why, 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 why is it only boy babies? As well. Because I love my little brother, he's a boy baby. I said, okay, yeah, good start. And what's the other reason? Oh, because I just don't like any of the girl baby toys. I only like the boy baby toys. And what are they? Cars, superheroes, A lot of them um, monsters. Girls toys are shit. A lot of the what? Girls toys are absolutely shit. Like the gender stuff is inflicted upon you and you yeah, have it to beat it yeah. back at the door with, like on a daily basis. We um, handed over a lot of uh, clothes to Nathan because he was obviously having a girl and we had a lot of girl stuff not a single thing that we gave you was something that we bought so it was all very mm. good quality um, <laughs> like, you know, I was just having that conversation with you the amount of stuff we got from you and we got from one of my cousins and it was all that was stuff you said you put in the skip. oh no sorry I mean <laughs> unbelievably good quality but all pink and purple all pink yeah. and so yeah. uh, we didn't we, uh, at no point ever did like would I allow any of the pink stuff to be bought and it wasn't that um, me allow it was like a, a deal that we'd made it was like we're not going to be fucking victims of this bullshit where the girls are like oh you're going to be like a, a caring you you know maybe maybe you could be a doctor maybe but probably you'll be like a nurse like, fuck off the books they get are shit the toys they get are shit the, uh, the way that they're spoken to about stuff is absolute bullshit and you have to push it back every step of the way like it's much easier for the boys just to accept stuff like so we were at the launch of the 20 by 20 um thing this week and the woman whose idea it was said that she was inspired to have the idea when her son and her daughter were going out training one saturday morning it was raining and they were late and she was getting the clothes on and she had to get the wellies on and she get the gear ready and the daughter said i don't really want to go and she was like fine that's fine that's fine look it doesn't matter we'll get her into bad air or something but there's no way i'm letting him drop out of sports yeah, with her like, own unconscious like, bias. And like an unbelievably strong woman who is like clearly trying to not fall victim to what's going on. And um, and it's hard to like, so the there's so many different instances where training will be cancelled for girls in various sports if it's raining. The lads will be, go on, get out there, you got to go and do it. You're like, what does it fucking make? Yeah. Send them all out. Yeah. Mm. Send, send them out together. But anyway, that's that's a, a slight tangent. The the gender thing, like, you have to be awake to it from the from the get go. And like, 
I know you're not supposed to say you only become aware of this when you have kids, but like so much of your life, it's kind of just around you, and that's um, that's your own bias, and it's also the fact that you have the uh, the benefit of being a white male in a middle class society, and like basically life is handed to you on a plate, and all you have to do is dream what you can be. Uh, whereas a lot of people don't have that, and women in Ireland don't have that at all, and haven't had that. So uh, certainly, I feel pretty strongly about it. Thanks for all the pink clothes, though. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but they're good. But they're great. I was just saying, it, like, the big difference with having a girl is literally the amount of presents you get quadruples. I would suggest people have been coming back to our house with a second present because they've gone to the shop and seen something pretty. But the, the toys, the the makeup of the toys, is far more influential than the clothes they're wearing. I would have thought. Also, we get Lego and we get sports gear and like we get as much of the non. But at the same time, though, a doll is fine, right? And like uh, our boy plays with our girls' dolls all the time. Like, so it would be good if masculinity wasn't just crashing cars mm. and guns. Like, so there's no guns in our house; they're banned for now. And like, we're going to try and keep them out as long as possible. But uh, you got to try. What about and, swords? Uh, like that there was a, There was a, a plastic one, but it broke in a day. No one cares. Right. So we should probably get rid of the lightsabers. <laughs> well, I, like I mean, lightsabers are a science toy, really. If you think about it in the right way. Um, What's the science behind the lightsaber? Well, they were invented in like, you know, a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> a long, long time ago. There was they one last they thing. They can chop you in two, though. That's the <laughs> there was one last thing about this. Um, it was reading a piece in research for the twenty by twenty thing from Forbes, and uh, girls as young as six are basically subconsciously being told that they're not going to be as good at maths as the boys, that that message is being transmitted to them. And, uh, and this follows through to like 20% of the jobs in STEM, um, science, technology, whatever the E and the M stand for, um, maths. 20% of those jobs eventually go to women as opposed to it being a 50-50 split, which is complete is bullshit. Is this by their teachers that have been given this message? By everybody, all the way along, by, by the lads in their class, by parents who are kind of like, look, it's okay if you're not, you know, do you push maths as much with your girl children as Why, you should really? do? Why I, wouldn't you? I never, I don't know. Where at all there was a I'm definitely expecting my daughter to be smarter than the two boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, the amount of times our second fella has been dropped on his head and he's only two, <laughs> there's no way he's doing honours leaving in the maths. <laughs> there you go. Honours leaving in the maths. His father was dropped on his head as well, <laughs> multiple times as a child. We, uh, we really shouldn't let it ever let an episode go by without getting a crying update from Dave, if I can make that as a suggestion. <laughs> what made you cry over the last uh, week? Have I cried in the last week? I don't think so. That uh, 20 by 20 video on the other morning, it was oh, Monday yeah. morning, it was very early, and it was the girls talking about sport, and they were like, oh, I want to be a footballer, I want to do this, I want to do that, and it was like, like four, they were all Irish, and uh, they were all kind of aged between six and nine, and they were talking about their role models, and it was all Pogba and Messi, and then they were asking them, what, what girls, sports people do you like? And the girls were like, um, uh, I was like, Oh no, this is terrible. We ruined our lives. We ruined our own Where's my tissues? <laughs> I wanted to cry at times on Saturday night and last night watching, <laughs> watching the Republic of Ireland play, but I managed to hold back to tears. Right, episode five is in the books. Dadcast.offthewall.com for your complaints. You can follow us on Twitter at the Dad Podcast something or other. Uh, I have Dadcast it right here. Pod, is that right? At Dadcast Pod is the uh, Twitter handle. I should probably follow it myself. That'd be you good, do. Dave. Yeah, thanks. To your, uh, Bring that number to two five two. If they started following us, Dave, we forward slash the dadcast. Yeah, true. Right, that's it. We'll see you next week. Good luck. <laughs>